Today's episode of Mob Rules is brought to you by Werther's Originals. Get those delicious, tasty candies any place you can buy old people stuff. day when product was priced by letters and forge world was bought in pounds i <laughs> know uh, that's about the only old man things i could think of right now back when you had to ride your dinosaur uphill both ways to the the forge world store <laughs> oh i see how it is <laughs> you managed to get the soundboard working for me i it, did i it, did it, yep, it begins it, it begins oh man uh, you guys shouldn't uh, have said you like the soundboard hey welcome to mob rules i'm john joined as always by dave and danny and we are here today, um, hopefully uploaded on iTunes this time. Sorry, Ooh. boys. Apparently, when you do the uh, the the rating is not set, they just don't upload you. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. I guess the last episode is like kind of um, like a chase for a variant. So, yeah, it's like un- unrated, Mob Rules unrated. Yeah, it was Mob, it Mob Rules unrated. Mob Rules after dark. <laughs> no, that doesn't deserve a doesn't deserve a drum roll um but yeah so sorry about that uh, i'm looking to probably get trying to get it up just on itunes but i don't know how to do that without kind of say, making 75 youtube videos of the podcast i think i'm at three right now so <sighs> yeah and each one has like 12 views it's, it's i know interesting. i know it's like huh. it's like half of our normal viewership over two videos exactly. <laughs> ratios it's all kind of fun What's up, Dave? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty solid. Dave, you're you're a little tournament player now, aren't you? A little filthy competitive gamer. I've I was always a filthy competitive gamer, but I just don't like to go out and let people see that side of me. I prefer to you know seem like the nice doddering old man. People don't like it when you stomp the ever living shit out of them when they think you shouldn't. Well, that's why they like you. You you never stomp the ever living shit out of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you try though, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I try hard. I'm a, I'm a tournament tryhard. So, uh, <laughs> hey, John, what have you been up to? No, no, dude, I, I set you up so good. Oh, no, Just... I'm passing the ball back. I want to hear from John first. Well, what do we hear from me? Well, Jesus, um, I played a game. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, I played a narrative game as well. Yeah. And I only got, like, mildly competitive. <laughs> <laughs> um, good job, John. <laughs> after uh, a, a, a good month of just, like, filling myself with orcs, giggity, um, one day didn't I? <laughs> Why didn't I have the drum roll then? Mm. Um, after a good month, kind of like filling myself with orcs and kind of like going in the codex, looking at all that other stuff, um, it was finally time for a narrative campaign to start, which I forgot that I said I was running Eldar for the time. Now, when I said this, I hadn't seen the orc book, so <laughs> it makes sense. But uh, so out of the cupboard, the old Elatoka Eldar came um, and a 2,000 point mission against my friend Nate. Uh, it, it was actually really fun to go back to Eldar. Um, I know, like the times I was playing orcs since the book dropped, it was my plan was run forward quickly, sure. charge, mm-hmm. roll dice. Yeah, that's orky. And like had to have it actually think about how I'm moving. It was kind of like a nice refreshing change um, to to the thing. So I, I continue kind of like the evolution of my list. So I can tell like, I have my dire avengers. Obviously, I think every list I make elderwise is going to have like a huge contingent of dire avengers. Yeah. Um, so I had Azerman. And his uh, bodyguard of nine Dire Avengers and a Dire Avenger Exarch with like two guns. Then I had uh, three squads of eight Dire Avengers, including an Exarch. And I had a unit of five Rangers. 
Um, I had a Farseer, a Warlock, and an Autarch. Um, I had two Hemlock Wraith Fighters. And then new to this list was uh, I had a Wave Serpent with uh, Wraith Blades and a Wave Serpent with uh, Wraith Guard. Mm, uh, with their nice. deflamers. So which one did you like better? <clears throat> the Wraith Blades. Surprisingly, because like you look at that profile, and I've just been spoiled by Hemlocks, I think. Because like I'm shooting, I'm like, yeah, strength 12. Yeah, and I was, oh, one damage. Oh. <laughs> 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 but Dad, all my other D-guns have two damage. <laughs> or more. Or more, yeah. But it was, like I said, they did really well. And, like, I'm really surprised because I've never really, like I know, Danny, we've talked before about kind of like, how I love the Wraith Guard models. Um, sure. I love yeah. the Wraith Blades. They, they look amazing. But I'm like, man, a three-up save? Man, that's awful. <laughs> and then I'm like, as we're playing the game, Nate's like, oh, what toughness are your Wraith Guard? I'm like, um, five, oh, no, six. Yeah, they got an upgrade from the index. Uh-huh. Oh, crap. Okay, so toughness six. Okay, I see that. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to overcharge my plasma. And he fires a bunch of plasma at me. And I'm like, okay, that's one one wound doing two damage. And I'm like, oh, okay, one's dead. Oh, oh no, they have three wounds. Yep. They have, yeah. <laughs> so so the, the whole uh, T6, three wounds uh, for me really negates the three up save. And then also kind sure. of put them in a wave serpent. Uh, also kind of found the... the um, uh, so you can Roomba. The amazingness of Wave Serpents. Jesus Christ. It was ridiculous. Yeah, they're really good. Like, yeah. he had a big unit of Hellblasters where I'm like, well, shit. Um, okay. But I just Roomba'd a, a Wave Serpent into the side. And for listeners who aren't aware, Roombaing is essentially just charging something with a Wave Serpent uh, to tie or, it up. Or a Repulsor. Yeah. Or a Repulsor. Anything with yeah. the fly keyword, pretty much. Um, you just kind of boop in them. And I, I joke with Nate that every time I Roomba, I hear the beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Like this really slowing brush into the side. And then I forgot, I totally forgot until he started shooting at the wave serpent that when their serpent shields are still up, they minus one on all damage. Yeah, from shooting. From shooting. Yeah. From yeah. shooting, yeah. yeah. So, down so, to down to one. It. Down to one. So but yeah. no, when he's shooting at me with like overcharged hell blasters, he's like flat two damage. And I'm like, or or one. Yeah. Also I have spirit stones. Which always take your spirit stones. This is something I've continued to learn. Uh, but it was a fun game. Uh, I got a little one-sided towards the end there. A uh, couple of small errors Nate made. Um, I would say in deployment, he put um, a nice... Deployment, uh, that's at the beginning. Yeah. Well, the, like he put a nice um, two hemlock-sized hole right behind his wolf lord mm. um, on a thunder wolf, which oh. was his warlord. Oh. Oof. So turn one, I Ouch. kind of parked two hemlocks right beside his warlord and shot like... I think 10 D scythe shots at his warlord turn Yikes. one and they just kind of, yeah, evaporated off the table. Yeah, um, I can see that. That's going to happen. That's hurtful. That's hurtful. Um, it's and a then fun, it's a fun narrative game. We're just having fun. <laughs> Your dude's dead. Well, dude, that's, so I'm sitting there. I was like, you know what? I never take, I never take Wraith guard. I'm going to take Wraith guard. That's my fun narrative thing. I'm like, Oh nice. no, these things murder <laughs> things. That's and my that, fun, fun narrative. Wraith and then guard. it turned into a thing. Like he outflanked a, a bunch of wolf in and he outflanked some aggressors. And then it just turned into the thing that I learned playing against you, Danny, where I can really, I can run away faster than you can move on almost both of those units. For sure. Yeah. So I just ran away from the units and they're just like shaking their fists angrily in the distance. (laughs) I don't have to fight you. Yeah. While firing some shots at you from the... uh, Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, (laughs) I know like, I joke, but like there was times like, he was like, okay, my aggressors are going to fire at this squad. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go grab a beer. Uh, just roll dice. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> tell me how many models died. Tell, tell, tell me how many saves I got to make because, yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, but I found um, against Primaris especially, Jinx. Man, Jinx does work. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so minus one to their save. Um, I he had one big unit of hell blasters. I doomed and jinxed, Ooh, and just yeah, it's like the first and then second best psychic powers in the game, probably right, for sure. Because yeah. then you have that unit of hell blasters, right? Two wounds each, sure, but on sixes, they're minus four, right? Or to their save, pretty much, right? So yep. four minus three, and all the regular ones are saving on fours, so it's a little better chance, and it just but no, it's significantly better, right? yeah, yeah, and it just melts stuff away. And like I'm seer counseling, so like it's going off, or I'm runes of the far seering, so it's going off, and. Eldar is just a really tricky army to counter in the psychic phase, if, especially when I'm bringing like three psychers. Yeah. Well, or four, it, including the planes. I'm sorry. Yeah. But like, to be honest, yeah. right? Like, that is the that is one of the army's like best strength. Oh, their, for sure. their strength is is their psychic phase. So, yeah. I mean, he got yeah. the Wolfen into combat and like all my stuff melted. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. It just, well, that, yeah, just yeah, dies. That's yeah. what Wolfen do. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Uh, Azerman was a champ again. He heroically intervened. It's essentially all my Azerman does. It sits longingly three <laughs> inches behind my front squad of Dire Avengers, which I then park in front of like his most tankiest close combat unit. And then I just like, and charge. Yeah. And then, yeah, he, he kind of ate through a whole bunch of wolf as well. Man, I love rolling those sixes to wound on the, oh, the, the, sort of, the D3 uh, mortals. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. And he was like, what's the damage? D3 was like, okay, that's the saves I made from the mortal wounds. I'm like, oh, no, no, that's just the damage. I haven't done the mortal wounds yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fun game. Um, narratively, like uh, my table setup is kind of like a um, imperial field base. Is sure. I have one of the uh, the front line sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I set up my webway portal in the corner. So, oh, cool. So narratively, my thing was like, um, the the Alatok, uh the fleet was kind of going to protect this sealed um, webway gate to stop because mm. you know humans go to human they go to tamper and mess with shit and they don't understand so I got to kind of make sure the stuff stays locked yeah and space wolves are gonna mark it you know yeah gonna pee on it and yeah. you can never get space wolf pee out, yeah. out of wraith stone I mean, it just never just, comes out yeah it's always gonna smell like it's terrible yeah. I mean it's acidic so it's like gonna corrode dog. the wraith bone and, and asparagus yeah. and as as we know or like from the uh, from the the fall of Cadia and kind of the the gathering storm series, um, Eldar gates do nothing but breach. So oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now, like in my kind of head, like I, I've seized this imperial base, which is nice because it's my home table, um, and I'm kind of like using that to kind of gather my forces, and I'm using this narratively to bring in my second command group of like three warlocks and the the wraith blades. Uh, as the ones who are kind of trying to keep this sealed and keep the chaos out. So hopefully I can kind of get a game in against um, Aaron, who's our chaos player in this game. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure. Oh, he needs oh, right. to play this week. I don't yeah. know if he has. So, well, yeah, also you I've, guys all played last week, right? Yeah. yeah. Also, I got to fly out to LA this week, so that might not happen. I'm going to oh. Hollywood. Um, yeah. For work Smart. or for funsies? For funsies. Nice. Uh, Four nights of professional wrestling. Oh, yeah that's, that's, yeah. that's coming up. That's this weekend. Nice. Yeah, I'm very hyped for that. Smart. Flying to California right when it's on fire. <laughs> well planned vacation. Yeah, hey, pack a pack a case of bottled water so that you can you can you can sell that at the local Walmart yeah. for three times oh, no. regular value. I won't be sober enough to make economic <laughs> transactions <laughs> the, this this whole time. Uh, but yeah, that, that's what I've been up to. Oh, but oh, playing with my army by the way made me like, man, I really need to finish painting these guys because my wave serpents look amazing. Uh, one of my planes looks super good. I have a squad of dyers that look really good, and I'm like, the rest of you guys have to catch up. I got to, I got to get these going. I got to get these on pack. Yeah, hard, sure. Because I love, yeah. love how they look. Uh, but yeah, my plan for these narrative games is to use a different command group in each game, because we have kind of like our three set command groups, mm-hmm. and the reason for the next command group showing up should always um, 
follow like a reason so like you sure. know azerman you know the military dictator kind of general comes down to seize the ground initially and then the second thing the warlocks come down to consecrate the ground um i imagine i'm gonna lose game two because then my super fast shining spears and uh I'll, <laughs> and um <laughs> altar kind of jet bike are gonna chase after them <laughs> so nice yeah we'll see how it goes that sounds cool danny what you been up to all right, well, let's start uh, at a mighty two weeks ago um, where John and I played in a team event. Oh, I totally forgot the team event. Yeah, Holy that crap. happened. Yeah, that, that did happen. <laughs> we did play in a team event. Uh, we entirely did not cheat by using the codex that was released that day that we had our hands on for a month. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep, totally true. Yeah, yeah totally, not, totally not cheating or totally no. didn't get a little bit of an advantage there. I think when I stopped down there and watched you, you know, to check out the game and take it, take some pictures, I, I liked that I was seeing somebody else running orcs. Yeah. And my only thoughts were, well, there's no way they can be better than John and Danny who have studied, even if they listen <laughs> to the podcast. I was like, oh, you mean that the, day, the, you the know? John and Danny, the people who spent, I think, yeah. probably 10 hours studying the codex <laughs> so they could for talk. really broken combos. Yeah. <laughs> and we had some good ones. We had some really good, like some surprising ones too, to be honest. So we had kind of a low turnout for the event, right? Yeah. So we had... Uh, I think we had a little bit of event fatigue up here. A little yeah, bit. there's I mean, been a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, there has, there's been a lot of events. And mm-hmm. it just, I was like, oh, the doubles event. And I would have played in the doubles event, except they bumped it to it's 1500. A, it's a filthy casual event that you no, don't go I, to anymore. I, you're, too you're too competitive for that yeah. shit. Yeah. No, uh, Co- Cody and I needed, <laughs> need practice. And we were going to, to yeah. play until they bumped it to 1500, which doesn't do us uh, any good because we won't have that extra thousand points. In it our was action. a weird points total. I didn't get it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really sure well, why we bumped it up. I think it was bumped up so that some bigger units could be fielded. Um, 2000 points is still enough. Yeah. And like, to be honest, it's two. it's in, in addition to it being like a- extra points for each person to push around team games just take longer than normal games because even though you think oh well i'm only pushing around a thousand points of stuff well you no go, both of you are pushing around a thousand points of stuff right and you have to talk about the things that you're doing yeah mm-hmm. so, and you go to wait as well i mean luckily for us like i can be like hey danny just roll dice for my guys over there right right exactly but if you're like a team that's just put together or whatever you're not going to be able to be like hey random person push all my models up the table in an exact like you know so it takes more time because you're essentially playing too many games right, right. exactly so, um, but some highlights from the event. Um, let's see. John's Warlord doing uh, 20 wounds to a Baneblade. 24 was, wounds to oh, a Baneblade. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Like he... Uh, In one round of combat. Yeah, why don't you tell him about your combo that you had? Oh, man. So the combo I used was I used the... Was it the... No, Warpath. What's it? I keep forgetting what it's called. It's uh, my, Fist of Gork. Fist of Gork. Yeah. All my Warlord gives him plus two strength, plus two attacks. Um, he uses the kill a claw, which is a relative, which is a flat three damage, mm-hmm. um, and, um, it's double strength. And then I also had the warlord trait where if he charges or makes a heroic intervention, he gets plus one damage. Right. Um, so, and he gets and to, he gets to, re-roll to re-roll. hit and wound. Right. And it's set up. So he rerolls to hits. He rolls to wound. So he's hitting on twos, rerolling misses. He's wounding on twos, reroll. And he's wounding a bane blade on twos. Cause at this point he's strength 16. Right. Rerolling failed <laughs> wounds. Each wound is a flat four damage each, and it was a minus three to their save. Yeah, yeah. And so the the guy who's playing the main blade made one save, and so out of the six wounds that John did to him, and so it was like, okay. oh no, 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 he didn't. Never mind. You no. did the full twenty. Yeah, I did the full twenty four. It was epic. I mean, not for him. 
Not not for the Bane Blade owner. Yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, not I mean, our problem. Not our problem. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. I, said, I really like that combo of the Killer Claw um, and the the Mighty's Right Warlord trait. Um, right, where like that plus one damage on the charge. It's it's really good. Flat four is just crazy good. But th- that being said, like there's probably three or four Orc Warlord traits that are just really good. And it's tough to choose between them, even though that one's great, right? Yeah. So that one's brutal but cunning, and cunning but brutal gives you phantasm from the Eldar book. As a, that's a stratagem mm-hmm. for you, where you get to redeploy D three units, mm. and that is an incredibly powerful warlord trait. There's another warlord trait that gives you plus one strength and attack, which is huge when you're using a power claw and you yeah. double. Um, there's a warlord trait that buffs that that can give a model that doesn't have. Uh, like Wa and breaking heads, yeah. like that rule. So like giving that to a de- to a war trike, mm-hmm. yeah. So that he lets your boys advance and charge when they're close to it is really good. Um, the bad moons one is a four plus invulnerable save, like which is also really super good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, there's just so many good options there. Yeah, I feel that mostly boys like a foot force. Right. Um, uh, we're at a battle wagon of distraction. I mean, flash kits. <laughs> um, and then, Danny, you, you kind of ran a lot of the newer units. I ran more mechanized speed freaks kind of army. So I had uh, two uh, uh, Megatrack scrap jets, two uh, uh, dragsters. I had three truck boys units. Um, I had war trike. Uh, I had a big mech on a on a bike with a custom force field, and I needed twelve war bikers. Man, war bikers are are super They're good so too. So good, oh my yeah. God, stuff just melted, right? And what was great was like every game, or well, both the games we played, um, the first thing to die generally every game was my battle wagon. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> People were like, no, 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 because I did when I, I'm an asshole. I'm like, if there is so a, always if if there is a <laughs> unit that I over explain to you during a game. I want you to shoot that unit with everything you have. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got like, you know, 30 boys. This warlord lets them advance and charge in the same turn. I mean, they get a plus one charge. I have this battle wagon here. It has a big shooter. Toughness seven. Yes. 16 wounds. It has eight free flash kits in there. Now, their strength six, flat two damage. And all of them can shoot from any point of that. I'm going to put this right here on my front lines. <laughs> Go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take it a lot of people fall for that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. Not smart people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> a lot of people. Well, because like if you split it right, that's terrifying. But And well, and honestly, if you're going to move out of your deployment zone, that's a great unit. Like, that sucks to get shot by eight flash kits. Yes. Yeah. And I think we were talking about this, Danny. Like, across our army, there was like... There's so many things that if you ignored it, then you were screwed. Yep, pretty like, much. You shot my, like, my, the first game, they, they shot my battle wagon and flash kits, and they got charged by 90 boys. Yep. And then, well, there was that, yeah. right? Um, also, my war bikers ran up, charge, or like, charge blocked, like, the entire enemy army in their deployment zone, and they also killed 20 boys from shooting. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, more DACA and war bikes is uh, another great combo that Danny good. used uh, was, a couple times there. That was solid. I so, and to segue onto that, oh. I also played orcs the very next weekend in a tournament, the same way that Dave played in. Um, and how did you do? Wow, look at all these smooth fucking segues yeah. <laughs> going on here. Well, I didn't do as good as I normally do. Um, I still think I'm trying. To, I still think I'm figuring orcs out. So I went uh, two and one. Um, so and I got third. So. 
it's not, and we so a third out of twelve. So like right. not no, a, well, I mean thirteen originally. Twelve twenty five percent. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Right. Though there were thirteen. You're you're correct. Um, so there was a tie for first place. Yeah, like exactly, which is weird. That, that's sexy. Yeah. Well, except for strength of schedule. So right, and strength of schedule. Yeah, that that that, that uh, mm-hmm. smooths that out. But the two people got the same ITC points. That's R- crazy. Random figured out strength of schedule score of whatever it is. You know. Yeah. What it is is it's the scores of all of your opponents. Right. Added together. One of them had a lot higher strength of schedule. It was right. Like a, so they played. Like a thousand so they played better more. people. Yeah. Right. So uh, let's see. First game. Uh, oh my God! Why? Who did I play first game? Man, Miller. Oh yeah, of course you played. Yeah, played Miller. <laughs> played uh, local I mean, Blood Angels hero, Mister Miller. And if you really can't remember, you can just look at the BCP app, which has. Oh uh, yeah, right. Yeah, you uh, can score. actually. Yeah, you can actually follow oh my along my journey. When do you guys turn into such corporate horror professionals? So uh, I like free shit. It's <laughs> fair. So tell us about so, the BCP sponsored tournament. It, <laughs> What first of all, uh, so we had our normal TO kind of bow out. So I actually ended up running the tournament. Kind yeah, of. feel better, Bo. We're sorry you got uh, for real. Yeah, food, food poisoning. Whatever it was. Yeah, it, it was grim dark. But I haven't done that before. Like I, I had. Well, I haven't run a 40k tournament by myself on my phone. Um, so that was super easy with BCP. I'm really glad that I had that there to run. Um, so am otherwise, I. I, otherwise, I could have ended up playing real people well and i thought i was i thought i was like it was going to be tough and i was going to have to like make some decisions i thought i screwed it up and i was going to have to redo the whole thing Mm -hmm. but i just flipped a couple of switches in there in the settings and like it worked just fine so and i had everybody register and check in and everything on their phones yep which was cool that worked out really well um yeah so that worked out great uh anyway so i played uh john miller he was playing uh blood angels and imperial guard and basically was uh, there 32 imperial guard models i think that there was slightly more he had pask and another lehman russ uh he had three 10-man infantry squads and and then a mortar squad Mm -hmm. um and then he had a company commander i think and then for his blood angels he had uh uh, sanguinary ancients he had the sanguinor he had eight sanguinary guard um librarian dreadnought so he three units of scouts so double battalion. So it divs die in here. Right? Uh, yeah. Continue, Danny. Cool. Anyway, uh, so I got into combat on turn two pretty much. Uh, I, I did really good. I actually scored all four of my Butcher's Bill points in the first two turns of the game. Because oh, you can score them in your opponent's phase and your phase. So I was like I was like surrounding little units and finishing them off in his phase. And that was working out really well. Um, and then... By turn three, I think I was able to charge all of his tanks in his corner. And so, like, I locked him in combat. And a uh, highlight of the game for me was killing a Lehman Russ with Sluggas. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, just, like, I got it down to a couple of wounds left. And I'm like, all right, 30 boys with Sluggas shooting this thing. And so, um, uh, anyway, uh, shot 30 boys with Sluggas hitting on fives with, with Daka Daka Daka. Pretty good. <sighs> Uh, second game, I played against Imperial Knights, and I lost that game. Uh, it, he had a Knight Valiant, two Crusaders, uh, and two Armagers, Ooh, uh, Helverns. A Valiant? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Valimers, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so that thing's really good against Orcs. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, it's also really good against Custodes. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that I misplayed it a little bit. I could have played a little bit better. Um, 
like I could have concentrated force a little bit more and not split up my boys units because uh, I did jump to boys unit into into like one corner and I was able to capture and surround a, uh, a Helverin mm-hmm. and then kill it off in his turn because uh, I didn't manage to finish it off. Um, but then another knight came in and stomped them pretty good. Um, they, they, they brought that knight down to half. Um, I was finally able to kill his Valiant, but he did the explode stratagem on it. Oh shit. And Yay. I had, and I had charged it with four characters. And so like oh, that was, that, no. that, so that was my bad. He didn't kill any of the characters. He killed, sorry. So, uh, in order to soak overwatch, I had charged, uh, my, my work, my war trike into the Valiant first to like try and stop right, it. Right. And he rolled like 15 hits with his flamer. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, I saved like twelve of them. So, oh. like, <laughs> oh, nice! That's way better than I did. Yeah, yeah. So, so he lived and made it in, and then he killed it like in in one round of shooting. Yeah. Um, and then let's see here. So that happened. That happened. It blew up. It killed my guys, and then basically he had two crusaders and a Helverin left, and they were really able to kind of finish off my army. Sure. So, uh, and I. I made some mistakes in pulling casualties. I forgot that knights could charge after they fell back too, which like, I don't know why I forgot that. Like, that's like, come on, Danny. So that was just day one shit. Right. Exactly. So I should have removed casualties so that he couldn't have made the charge. Yeah. Um, back into combat. Uh, if that was the case, I had enough CP left where I was going to regen that whole boy squad. Oh yeah. And instead they got stomped onto death, unfortunately. So, so it goes. That's yeah, okay. It happens. Uh, and then final round, uh, I played against Lee from our team. Oh, yeah. yeah. My yeah. favorite thing that happened in this tournament happened in your game with Lee. What was that? Well, because you were playing Lee, you know, and you guys were just having a good time and having fun. I hear you go, all right, so uh, I hope you're ready for this. And then you uh, teleported a giant unit of boys <laughs> all the way across the board right in front of his face. You said, you were like, so I'm really sorry about this. But, and and Lee goes, sorry for what? And then you just scooped these boys up in your ham fists, not, <laughs> and just threw them across the board in front of him. And you go, all right, now these boys are sitting here. And, he, and he, he turned around and looked at me like, is Danny cheating? And I went, no, dude, that's legit. That's legit. Hashtag work life. <laughs> so, that, yeah, so that was pretty, that was a pretty brutal game for Lee. Um, yeah. Uh, well, Lee's running Tau as well. He keeps that, jumping between ta- Lee. You keep jumping between Tau and Nids. Well, he he said he wanted to bring Nids, but he wasn't. He was worried that he wasn't going to be able to finish games. Oh, yeah, fair. So, fair. Uh, mm. but and his his Tau list was fine. It was uh, uh, two Yavaras and a normal and a burst cannon Riptide, which I think is a great like that right there. He has a, a he had a solid list, yeah. Yeah, and it was a brigade. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was Borkan, and uh, and he had some. Some he had a commander, an ethereal, and a uh, uh, fire blade, and then some units of uh, fire warriors for troops. Yeah, uh, and then some sniper drones uh, and some pathfinders. I think. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that that sounds right. Anyway, uh, the Yavara was the Yavaras were pretty were really good against me. They killed a lot of boys. Yeah. But it got to the point where, like, the boys just didn't care. I think it, like, it's it's like that Zat Brannigan tactic of just throwing men at them until they reach their preset kill limit exactly. and switch yeah. off. <laughs> so, 
uh, highlight of that game for me was my two shock buggies um, living long enough to one shot a Yavara from full health <laughs> in Jesus one round. God, of that was pretty epic. Oh man, Ugh. that's really good. <laughs> so, I, I was a hair's breadth from having to play Danny in that last game. And I actually wasn't afraid of Danny. You don't have enough repulsors to face Danny, sir. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) First off, that is incorrect, sir. I do have enough repulsors to face Danny. And once I go down by 100 points in the chapter approved 2018, I'll be able to field all six of them that I own. Hashtag wishlisting. (laughs) (laughs) Someone start a change.org petition. To get GW to reduce the points of a repulsor so they're only moderately overpriced now. I don't know. I could see him going I, down some points. I could see him going down some points, too. Going to down 100 points. No, no. Maybe uh, I could oh, see dude, 50. If, if a repulsor yeah. went down 100 points and I was able to field them at two fi- 250 points instead of 350 points, <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't lose. I don't I don't think I could lose. I think if I if I made a fake list where the repulsors went down by 100 points, and played against you, Danny. Where you? I, I don't know that I could lose. All right. So, sorry, I meant to play I'll be that the, after jokes. I'll be the. Was judge that of a that. joke? That sounded yeah. like a joke. It, it was. It was a joke. It was serious. A joke. Okay. Serious. Just Jeez. like all of Dave's gameplay, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I like how Danny nodded his head towards the soundboard when he started talking. Yeah. Get, <laughs> get ready for the rim shot. Here it comes. That's what your mom said. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna Why make would my that mom joke? say that. <laughs> Why wouldn't you say that to my mom? Yeah, dude, I'm not a felcher. <laughs> John just likes to watch. I do. All I right. Do. So, so Danny, you placed, uh, placed. So you guys placed first in the team tournament, right? Oh yeah, we won the team. Oh tournament. yeah, we won that hard. Yeah, yeah, okay. hard. And then Danny, you placed third in the ITC tournament. Yep, which is my first score under my new team. Yeah. So hopefully, I got 98 points. I think yeah, I we were expecting more out of you so. than that. We're gonna need. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna. Need, those are rookie numbers. Hey man, we I still got a lot those of numbers. Numbers. Pump those numbers. And then you're also getting an LVO score. So I think that. So yeah. okay. So I heard this week uh, from some people close to LVO. Uh, they have over so eight. They, they eight. were in Vegas. What? They, so they were in Vegas. No. no, no, close to the the, the organizers. Oh, God. close to Frontline yeah. Gaming. Okay. Teresa Garden, Franklin. Got right. it. Sorry, uh, I heard that uh, there's over 800 people registered. That's crazy. So just just for the championship? Just for the champs? I thought it was capped out at 620. Did they um, did they up it again? They it, have that many people that are paid and registered. Jesus I, Christ! It's I, like I've reached the point where. The ITCs turn into an airline where they overbook all their flights in the hopes that some people don't show. <laughs> I, I honestly thought about buying a ticket. It's gotten so big that I feel like I could get in the top 50% and look great, you know, so, with a garbage list. So if, like, let's say that 600, let's say 650 people show up, right? Like, they get, like, 80, 80%. percent going to pull out our calculator on this here. Okay, <clears throat> go. So if you multiply that by the uh, ITC score multiplier, which is 0.0032, plus one. 3.08. Right. So that means that whatever score you get in the tournament is multiplied by three. So And it's six games, right? Yeah. So Six six games uh, assured? uh, I can't remember. Yeah, you're going to get six games, and then they're going to break the top eight. And then the top eight are going to play one more the next day. No, one more round of three games. Oh, one more round of three yeah. games. Yeah, so they played nine games. Wow. 
It's a marathon. Man, you better be in that top 16. <laughs> well, it's, first of all, it's only top eight. You better come in ninth, Danny. <laughs> that way you can fully enjoy the Vegas experience, but still get some bragging rights. Oh, so, man. Well, I came ninth. What are you going to do su- uh, Sunday if you don't have anything scheduled? If you're not in the, um, uh, the top eight. Well, I, okay. So I, when I bought the ticket, you can also, you can get like the the championships. Like, I don't know. I think it was like the King Edition or something. And so, like, you get uh, also registered for the RTTs that happen on Which I Sunday. think the big deal of those is those are the first RTTs of the new ITC season. Yeah, so it can be so you, so it's, so it's, you get new points right away. Shit. Yeah. Well, I know that, I, I think that the uh, the but, Long War doubles actually will also count. Um, but I will say will. as well, yeah. the yeah. RTT tournaments that run Sunday... Um, are usually sparsely attended by the fact that everyone played six really fucking grueling games of 40k the past couple sure. of days. I watched our friend Eric play one last year, and he forgot to deploy his 40 chain stealers on the table <laughs> for one of his games, and so he was like, "Well, that was fun." Like, just I mean, he lost horribly, right? I mean, because he was missing, you know, <laughs> handicapping himself 25 percent of his list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, like legitimately. Yeah. So. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry eric yeah that it's sucks funny because he made a mistake oh man and he was super i think he was i think that was the day he was super hungover anyway i'm sure it was we're, so, we're all gonna be super hungover going into sunday because saturday gonna night be we're rough. gonna get lit it's gonna be red if you see us out saturday night and we're still walking you need to buy us a drink <laughs> i will be at home with a newborn <laughs> no you won't Aww. no you know this baby's gonna wait gonna until the week you. after lbo yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna Facetime. Gonna you. Face hey, John, what's up? How's it going? I'm gonna Facetime your crying baby, like <laughs> mid match. Mm. I'm gonna be at the strip club, and I'll be like, "Hey, give me that crying baby noise. I want to see if this uh, this stripper." This is the only way I get off. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> both of those were terrible. I, let's just gloss. Let's let's cut both of those out. Uh, oh no, I don't mm. edit stuff. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. Who Jesus. has time for that? <laughs> nobody got time for that. So anyway, it's been a really busy two weeks, me building a lot of orc models. I also finally finished off building my Gene Steeler Cults army. Um, so I played my first narrative game with that. Just in time for the new book. How did your narrative game go? Uh, it was really fun. I played against Taylor, who had this Cadian gun line, um, which was pretty harsh. <laughs> sounds terrible for um, Taylor. I was able to use terrain like in an advantageous way uh, to get my... Like you threw it at his head? yeah luckily for me it was made of cast concrete so i was like yeah it was that was game over right there i won that one (laughs) victory by concussion (laughs) right (laughs) the gene stealer cult way you actually lost but he forgot the game so yeah no big deal one wrote it as a w Um, i I walked in and so i had to to borrow some models because i couldn't buy enough jet bikes so i borrowed some of taylor's uh sure already built uh custom jet bikes and uh and i walked in and looked and i just was like this does not look good for Taylor as to what's going oh, man. on. Static gun lines versus high speed assault armies generally don't well, have great times. Okay, so yeah. I went second, oh. which is bad. And then <laughs> oh, no. also so I had you... half my army in reserve. Oh, so... oh God. <laughs> but due to due to some clever like I said, some clever terrain placement, I definitely wasn't gonna lose everything before my stuff came in. Um let me tell you, the prepared position stratagem is great. Oh, is that that, that free cover save one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Let me tell you about it when it gets to my turn. Um, 
Uh, I've been. Oh, and speaking of that one, uh, if you're playing orcs and you have a custom force field, just use the custom force field booster. It's, yeah, it's, it's like it's like it, well, it's it's one more CP, right? But it's way better. I a five plus invul save for everything is. I think it's how, how big does it make the the bubble? Eighteen. Okay. That's and, pretty solid. And so when my guy's on like one of those oval bike bases, I mean he gets a pretty good distance over my whole army. Yes. So yep. yep. Uh, so been a fun week. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of gaming. A lot of gaming the last two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that tournament. So I'm like, I finally played a game. Like, oh wait, Dave, you elected not to talk about your stuff, so we're gonna be re- no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what have, what have you oh, been man. up to? I saw I, uh, you bought another butt plug, but this one with a wider base. <laughs> one can only assume because out. it keeps yeah. slipping on <laughs> up there. Getting really stretched out. I need a bigger hilt. His yeah. ER bill is like crazy high. They know him, though. He gave him a punch card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave's back again. Hey, Nancy. How's it going? Uh, I fell on it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Uh, I was also going crazy. I, I recorded uh, a tutorial that will be up uh, when you hear this uh, five days ago. Yeah. <laughs> It'll already be up. Um, Wait, it's coming out this morning? Nope. Five days ago. Three days ago? Four days ago. Tuesday. Right. The previous it's, Tuesday. I'm like, wait, shit. When am I supposed to have this up by? This is <laughs> Saturday. This comes out Saturday, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, shit. Yeah, we release on Saturdays now. Okay. Anyway, so. Uh, yeah, five days from now. Yeah, go back to Tuesday morning in your time machine and. And watch, uh, watch How to Paint uh, Orc Terrain, uh, new Tabletop Plus. Finally found some mojo and From was able the, to... From the awesome new Speed awesome. Freeze box. Yeah. yeah, the stuff looks great. I have the terrain in a box at my house. It's beautiful. Yeah. Minus the one that John now has here. Yeah. I figured I'd spread them out. Danny cool. could have yeah. the five awesome pieces and John could have the I'll one... I'll have the one, one subpar one. One tidy one that you couldn't hide a Gretchen behind. Right. Um, it's the Dave's Dick of terrain. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's easy to hide? Because it's, yeah, small and easy to hide. Yeah, but my balls are huge, so they're like the other pieces. That's not a brag. It's <laughs> <laughs> hey, like look, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was actually able to get some peace and quiet in my house, so I was able to record, because a couple times I sat down to start. You know, in the last month and a half, I just haven't been able to sit down and record. Every time I do, I've got 1,700 other kids. Uh, my 16-year-old daughter has started dating a kid that's uh, going to be a professional video gamer, so that's fun. He, oh man! And he he loves to come over and talk to me about video games, which is great because I don't want to talk to him at all. Um, you <laughs> you know what's great is when you were younger and you were having those life goals, you would go over to your girlfriend's house, and then once you got off your penny farthing. <laughs> but no, you would go and they're like, I don't understand why your dad doesn't like me. And now that we're older with children of our own, and it's like, oh, because you no get a real job. Like really, it's 2018. By the time you're old enough, Twitch will be a YouTube. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I was finally able to get some peace and quiet. I kicked every, I gave everybody money and sent them out to watch a movie. I didn't care what the hell they watched, uh, and I recorded a video. And so that's gonna be up uh, for you guys. And I also had time to build fourteen. I actually built uh, fourteen jet bikes. Wow. I still have one Ooh. more to build. Um, and then I don't actually have did enough yet. Did you put shuriken cannons or did you put scatter lasers on them? <laughs> uh, I went with the sexy hurricane bolters, which are oh, superior to your you, Xeno scum. You mean fake bikes? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you... No. 
I thought you said jet bikes. I did custo jet bikes because they are sexy. Um, so yeah, so I, I got my list together. I, uh, true to what I said last podcast, I decided to run Celestine and, uh, she did great work for me when I remembered that she was on the table. <laughs> um, solid. Solid. That's not, You're good. that's yep. not a joke. I forgot at, at least once in every game. Yep. It's um, well, forgiving is kind of a thing that happens. Well, I've never used yeah. it before and I, I didn't get any paint on her. So she was just uh, base coated black. So I would lose her in the shadows because I don't see Are her very well. Because I'm really she old, racist. Yeah, dude, that's not cool. Not. I was saying that she was this. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Right. Let's go with that. <laughs> um, so I played against uh, the Imperial Knight list um, with my bike. That was my first game, uh, and I thought, how did that go? Oh, it went uh, amazingly well for the Imperial Knight player. Yeah. Because I don't know if <laughs> if we've covered this or not, but uh, flamers are very effective against uh, jet bikes. However, I went second, and I used the cover strat. Um, nice. And he managed to kill a single bike with all of his night shooting. That's, That's awesome. really good. In the first round. And then I, then I moved forward and charged him. And that's where things went really badly for me. Oh. Because he was yeah. playing Hawk Shroud, so I charged... Uh, what did you have in your list that wasn't hurricane bolters that could hurt a knight? Outside of combat. Outside of combat. Because uh, I know you have your spears and stuff, but then you're yeah, way no, too no, close it's, to knights. I, well, so the way that the bikes are set up, um, charging is where I do all the damage to knights. So I'm not not really too concerned about it. Because mm. I, I ran uh, two five-man squads of bikes, uh, a four-man squad of bikes, and two uh I saw on Basculus uh, Pairings, you printed out your list on Battlescribe. And then... Proceeded to pencil scribble off and adjust unit size. <laughs> uh, I can only assume in a way to cheat extra models. <laughs> that's what it was. Uh, no, because I originally had it. At, I can only assume. Uh, I, I originally had it at six, four, and four, and I, I was like, "Well, that's dumb. I'm just going to change it to five, five, and four And made that change after I had Taking already printed advantage it out. of a rookie to. I got that poor guy. Yeah, yeah, poor guy. So, uh, but yeah, no, I I charged his. Uh, my first move was not to charge the Valiant with the squads that were charging the Valiant. It was to charge the Knight to the side of him okay. with, with a five-man squad. Sure. Uh, five-man squad charging has a really good chance of doing a lot of damage. Actually, I really hope there's no way that he could heroically intervene from like a foot away. Nope. And also fire Overwatch. And also fire Overwatch. <laughs> yep. Uh, there was. Um, oh, oh. Uh, because with Hawk Shroud, they have a really sexy stratagem that allows him to also fire Overwatch at the same target as the guy getting targeted, as long as he's within range. I mean, it's fine. It's not like he right. has a 3d6 flamer that no. does a shitload of damage. Yeah. So, uh, Though I do like that the Knight player was running a Valiant and kind of already adapting for the expected massive points increases for the Castalin. Well, he, well, he played a Valiant at Ursa. Well, and he likes the the valiant because it, it works really well against the. I know you do. The poon knight is really sexy. You should just play it. I do. Well, whenever I play it, I fire my poon cannon and I yell out poon. <laughs> so his poon cannon didn't kill anything the entire game. Same. So, uh, I, but the flamers on the other hand, I've played my poon knight in three games. On those three games, my poon has killed <laughs> one pathfinder. Did he get lost? <laughs> <laughs> one pathfinder i did and i'm like i did i was like it did 10 damage to it and he's like yep it's really dead <laughs> i'm like yep it is it 10 ex- damage loaded um sad times anyway uh going at the end of turn three i was actually ahead um 
18 to oh sweet so you slow played so you could win right yeah that's how we're going to end this story no um <laughs> so the end of turn three i was actually had 18 to 15 right uh however i had managed to lose all of my bikes right um and then he just tabled me at turn four and got full points after that yeah. so i um, find as well like me like a lot of my list as well where like if i'm that close turn three i don't really have enough board presence to to do anything else so I have to go like really hard and heavy the first three turns because I don't foresee it like me surviving to turn four or five. Sure. So, so I fully believe that if he'd had a Castellan instead of a Valiant, even with the Hawk Shroud stratagems, I would have been fine. It, right, because he's just, only firing like three shots that he has to roll right. a hit for. Yeah. Instead so. of like 18 Flamer shots. Yeah. Yeah, two damage Flamer shots. Ooh, they're so good. Yeah, it's disgusting. Uh, my next round was against Space Wolves. Uh, uh, buddy Jared, who's still learning how to uh, play uh, ITC missions and whatnot, he's getting mm -hmm. better. Um, he has a solid list. But uh, Celest I used Celestine in the... Uh, I went first in that one. I used Celestine to uh, move twice and then charge his librarian um, in the nice. first round of combat and kill it. Nice. Uh, and, and he went, wow, that's... So that's what Celestine does. And I said, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Come she on gets me. abandoned in the backfield, alone, <laughs> surrounded by space wolves. Uh, he managed Just to the kill way him. she likes it. <laughs> uh, he, oh. he managed to kill well, her. Well, we're not getting the Sisters of Battle Codex now. <laughs> uh, the dream. Well, we all are. Yeah. Soon. We won't get it early mm. if well, we keep making such funny political insight commentaries. <laughs> True. Um he killed her. She immediately popped back up and he went, oh, so she's also back up. That's neat. And I went, yep. <clears throat> and uh, and I just, I, I moved my uh, my custom jet bikes up and uh, managed to lock his, um, two of his assassins in place so they couldn't move. What kind of assassins did he take? Uh, Calexus, right? The uh, anti-psyker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty, they're pretty great. I mean, they I are. I dislike them. Unless you lock them in place, they can't move. Also, I managed to, yeah. every, almost every single time I charged with my custom jet bikes, then immediately swing into and lock into place all of his aggressors, so they yeah. never got to shoot. Ouch. Ouch. Um, and I, I ended up winning that game fairly handily. Um, it was a great game. Uh, it was well played by both of us. Nice just, humble brag. Yeah. I mean, come on. Then the next game, I shouldn't have won, but I did. Um I played against Sean's uh, Imperial Mechanized Foot Imperial Guard oh, Astro Militarum okay. troop thing. and So you played Sean's Astro Militarum. Right. And I'm <laughs> just... He had literally every character that you could have. Um, if it was a name person, it was in his list. Gulliman? Uh, for Astro Militarum? I mean... Did yeah. he have Creed? Uh, Creed? No, Creed was the only one he didn't have, actually. Oh. Um, did did he have Sly Marble? Um... No, no. Well, yeah. I like how we've just named three characters yeah. you could have taken. Do you have Nork Dead Dog? Actually, oh, I think yeah. he did. Or did he just have an Ogren bodyguard? Because Nork Dead Dog doesn't exist anymore. Oh, for so real? Much. I don't think so. I think no, he's still in the book. He's still in the Codex. Um, I just made Danny sad. I don't know. I do now. I'm sad. I'm looking at my Codex. The, we uh, hey, ooh, I was open. We, we ended up going to time and turn four. Um, nice, but that's, that's uh, a pretty good time to reach, yeah. especially with like a big Astro Militarum list. Yeah, well, there's just. It, it, the dice rolls were in my favor. Um, See, yeah, he doesn't exist. <laughs> in, in that he... Uh, <laughs> right. 
Um, he, he failed one crucial charge, which basically won me the game. I always like when that happens, when it's like so close well, to this like one thing. When I'm on, I prefer on it. when it's like on my end, it's, it's it's better, but you know, we'll take other ones too. Yeah. Um, tactically, I feel like I could have played a little bit better. I moved Celestine and then forgot where she was because I moved to the other side of a line of sight blocking wall. Nice. Basically creating a, uh, a firing squad in front of three units of Imperial Guard with live guns. Nice. And, Did they uh, execute her? Uh, they tried. She lived with one wound. Then they so charged instead, her. instead, it just looked like and Celestine then she attended a rave. Nope. Really? She didn't die. Wow. Uh, they, they charged her. They were getting bonus from um, the the Cadian, uh, or Cadian Catechins yeah. uh, stuff and mm-hmm. couldn't kill her. And then she was like, see you later, and flew away. And killed, killed his uh, company commander that Ouch. was his warlord. Ouch. So, I mean, it just, like, uh, that you, was know, some- you, don't, you don't blame dice. That, that was but some he, good rolling. He could blame his he's, dice. He's alive, too. <laughs> he could blame his dice on that one. That's fair. Um, I locked his Basilis up with uh, uh, my jet bikes, charged into him. He had him tucked into a back corner, and I just was like, dink. Nice. And he was like, I'll just move. And I was like, nope. Let me mm. tell you why. No, you won't. Got you, got you held here Brutal. in combat, so no shooting. Mm. Roombaing um, things is so much fun. Yeah. Well, it, especially when the Roomba actually blows one up in the first round of combat on the charge yeah i'm good with my Roomba not doing anything but holding you up because i feel that's more embarrassing and fucking irritating because if i'm charged by a custom jet bike and things die okay i might not be locked in combat anymore because it's so killy but if i charge you with a tank that i'm hitting on sixes for then i'm like yeah i don't want to hurt you i just don't want you to shoot it makes me mad my favorite part of that game was he was charging a unit of uh ogrins across the table and then the the jet bikes roared by them and they had to turn around and chase and they would, they would <laughs> so they kept charging into combat doing one wound and then i would just fly away and then he would charge into combat do one wound and i would fly away oh man and i was like it yeah, just like, like they were just like the whole game they were like come on come on come on we got him let's get damn it you don't okay. have to explain to an eldar player how much fun <laughs> it is to kite shit around the board by running away <laughs> slightly faster than i literally kited around through the middle of his army this entire unit uh, without ever doing any damage to them myself so but i managed nice. to i killed nine of it, all of his characters in in uh, close combat with a bunch of different stuff so i it was a great it was a great game worked as intended nice nice so Right. Well, if you want to look that up, that is uh, under our Best Close Pairings app under MJ Tor- was it MJ forty K MJ's forty K eleven ten. Yep, uh, and that was on yeah eleven ten. Right. Weirdly enough, and both Danny and Dave were brave men and, and uploaded their lists as is tradition. Oh, Danny! I forgot to upload my list. Yeah, Danny did not upload his list. He doesn't Sorry. want anybody copying it. Dave uploaded his list. So I if did. you too want to handicap yourself, you can copy Dave's list and uh, run I, it in your nearest Imperial it, function. If, if you on. want my army list, I'd be happy to send it to you via well, Twitter or Facebook. Hold on, but I, not Instagram. I, I was actually Fuck Instagram. No, Fuck <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> wow. It's, no, for real though. Like, for real, yeah. We're not even joking. Wow. There's no drum roll or anything. Right, Just straight up. Fuck Instagram. Oh, all right. But yeah. Uh, we're, we're going to be right back. Dude, I'm the best. I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP rankings. And I don't see you on there. What? 
your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP rankings, and the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game systems. No big deal. The BCP app can be used for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it, from major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best? And we're back. Yay. I feel like a champion every time I listen to that, Ed. I, I do. It's, it's very rousing. Uh, just wish they would stop it with a thunder and lightning. But it's very <laughs> it's very rousing uh, public domain music. Um, but anyway, we're back. Oh, I forgot to say as well, I finished uh, Talon of Horus. Ooh. Oh, man, that book's fucking oh. baller. All right. Did you start Black Legion yet? I did start Black Legion, yes. Yeah. Thanks, Audible. Please oh. sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of audible stuff, uh, I, you know what? Uh, hopefully you guys did it, but there was a uh, for charity um, audio bundle you could pick up from Black Library. I picked it up. Apparently overpaid. You like, did by ten bucks. Yeah, but it, I I had that all set to go to charity, so don't, I feel don't good about say it. Your it. Makes me feel good. Bullshit. Well, no, it was for charity, so yeah. But uh, I've been enjoying the shit out of that. One of the one of the books that you can get is a uh, is an audio drama um, that isn't actually. You know, a book. It's the uh, the Garrow Oath of uh, Oath, Oath of, of Moment. Moment. Yeah, which is uh, actually the first story I listened to set in the Horus Heresy when I borrowed it back when I had a uh, CD player um, from Tata, who I think actually bought it for like a hundred dollars from from Forge World or <laughs> wherever you get it from. Uh, and I listened. No, to no, that. no. Back then, Forge World was in pounds. Oh right. So I think and it was... the exchange rate was a half penny to a US penny. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, a <laughs> penny. Oh. Okay, that makes sense, um, but yeah, it took me back. So that was, uh, that was that's in there, and it's it's Worthers a fantastic listening. That's right. Oh, no, Pepperidge Farm. They're called pounds because it's worth a pound of gold. Just explain uh, this how is where you do the soundboard. No, no, that shitty. did not deserve yes, any kind of joke whatsoever. <laughs> Get my own fucking soundboard. Hold on. Wait, wait, I, I got one. <laughs> that's what it does. That is accurate. That, yeah, that's that's accurate. That's yeah. a terrible joke. But anyway, um, yeah, continue your uh, charity pimping. Oh, I don't know who the charity was for. I didn't care. It was just. Oh, it's Humble Bundle. So they always have like a super right, good deal on all of their stuff. Yeah. But like $15 gets you pretty much a whole shit ton of audiobooks from uh, 40K, from Age of Sigmar. I'm interested in the Age of Sigmar ones because I haven't listened ones. to like a bunch of those. A couple of Heresy ones. More importantly, it has Dark Imperium yep. in it. Um, oh, cool. which is a really recent publication, kind of really goes into the new background of 40K <laughs> as of 8th edition and kind of how Gulliman reacts to the the way the Imperium is now. Um, and then $15 is cheaper than that book is solo. So it's, yep. it's worth it. I already own that book. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Now I own two. Yes. Yes. Nice. <laughs> but now I can listen to it at work and yeah. get paid. So. Yeah, so definitely download that. And also, yeah, Talon of Horus, man. Just read that thing. That. Mm. It's goddamn amazing. It's going to make me start like a 15th army. 
<laughs> I saw your shopping list. My shopping list is there. Thankfully, after the last chapter of Talon of Horus, it's about half the size that it was. <laughs> at the start. Oh, you mean because they're all dead? I mean, yeah. no spoilers yet, but but yeah, yeah, stuff dies, stuff dies. Um, but yeah, so we're we're going to talk. We kind of touched on it a little bit last time when we we're talking about some of the history of the Blackstone Fortress. By the way, Blackstone Fortress available for pre-order right now. Uh, we have the box here. Looks amazing. Oh uh, my god, the really miniatures look awesome. Miniatures look oh. awesome in them. There's some great rules in there. I have a mm-hmm. brand new plastic Eldar Ranger that I'm hyped about. Yeah, she's um, cool. And then, yeah, Denny, I know I, I know are very excited to play this game. Uh, I'm a big Warhammer Quest fan, and to finally have a Warhammer Quest with guns. Yeah. And also War of the Worlds robots. Oh, War- those guys are cool. Those guys are amazing. So there's a tutorial up that they've, they've started doing their tutorials and whatnot on how to play, and there's also a painting guide for it, and you see the spindle guy in all of their mm-hmm. the Warhammer community pictures, and he's like, oh, that looks so good. And then I watched the painting tutorial for it today, which is um, 30 seconds long and is involved with dry brushing uh, three different colors and then you're done. And I kind of went, well, that's not how the fuck you painted it. What the, that's This is that's, garbage. That's how I paint my Marines. That's some hot garbage Boom. right here. <laughs> dry brush three colors gun. Yeah, right? I just I was very disappointed because I wanted a more in-depth uh, heavy metal, how the, how the heavy metal yeah. painters painted Sadly, it to get the weird glow. And yeah, I don't think we're going to get like a three-hour painting tutorial for a spindle robot. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody's Ted, so I guess. Uh, as, as much as I would love it. Um, some great new Chaos miniatures in there for oh, my man. burgeoning Black Legion boner that I have going on. It's right. a lot of Dude, that Chaos Lord. So good. The Chaos Lord is a sexy model. The regular Chaos Marines are also good looking. Yes. They're good looking. Yeah. However, they are literally just your standard tactical style marine or look at me i'm holding the bolter this way and i'm looking this way there's no yeah it's just the same model with a different head hey man i all i know is that like i finally i got my event exclusive uh chaos uh marine sorcerer from like three years ago finally out of the packaging because i'm like he's gonna be my he's gonna be my test model for black legion and then I'm like, oh, wait, now I have actual plastic test models. And I probably shouldn't start in like a $60 event <laughs> exclusive. Yeah. No, start uh, with the $60 one. Yeah. yeah we'll see, we'll see how it goes from yeah, there. Do a lot of conversion on it. Uh, no, no. It's going to be straight up painted, that one. That model's awesome. It's so good. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great box. Um, I'm happy to see that the news coming out of Warhammer Community this month was that they're going to continue support from this. Uh, with kind of expansion packs and, and, and all that other kind of stuff there, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do because the... You know, in the first, in, in the actual Silver Tower, you got five heroes, right? When you bought the box right. set. This one has... Like 37, I yeah, think, I think it's, give uh, or take it's 30. 40, <laughs> 44 total models and everybody is a hero or something like that. Well, I so mean, upon release for Silver Tower, they came out with an app. And the app had pretty had like most all of the different Warhammer fantasy heroes that you could use in Silver Tower. Or just kind of generic models becoming heroes as well. I mean, like yeah, sure. different... Different stuff. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see what they do, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, I want to see some yeah. Space Marines in there. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah, well, yeah. Because what we found out the is... Intercessors. We found out as well, this is a new yeah, Blackstone sure. Fortress. So, we have our existing six, of which five are blown up. Um, and this yep. is a brand new Blackstone Fortress in Segmentum Pacifica. So, like, really up there, out in the, the waste is described as being surrounded by hundreds of millions of miles of, like, dead ships. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and just kind of like floating out there. And, and of course, our rogue trader is kind of coming in here to make a quick hand solo buck off of the cargo in there. Um, Chaos has found it, as Chaos is akin to do with things that are star-shaped. Um, <laughs> right? So the only thing I'd like to see, I really want to see an expansion that reverses. 
the the hero, the good guys and the bad guys. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I really do think that you know you should be able to play through as this is forty k. Who is the good guy? Because I'm going to tell the you, spindle drone. After some four of those. after telling a horse, I have a whole new appreciation for chaos. <laughs> <laughs> they're oh not that bad hmm. no no they're just down on their luck they're like uh, Aaron Paul and Breaking Bad it's dealt a bad that's, hand that's fair yeah that's fair I can't that's wait fair. to tell you about my favorite part of Black Legion oh, like there's this one part that makes me laugh so hard every single time and like it yeah I just thinking about it it makes me smile mm, so good yeah I, uh, I, I like that you can take the entire almost the entire chaos side and make a uh, really substandard patrol. No, no, no. You can make a, uh, a vanguard. Oh, you can make a vanguard. Yep. Oh, that's cool. One that's HQ, fancy. Three elites. I mean, and uh, the HQ gets a free two-person bodyguard. You call out a Vegas detachment because you punch it a bunch and it just kind of spills out points. I mean, you know, you get two psychers that get to do everything. Those psychers are super cheap. They look awesome. And the and models awesome are red too. and like they're good. The rules for them actually blew me away because the Astropath, which is the cheapest you can make it as 30 points, is substandard to the untrained Chaos Psychers. So for the same amount of points. But the Chaos Psychers die a lot faster. I mean, Perils yeah. of the Warp. It's, depends. I just depends, I guess, on how you roll. You sure, know? that's true. Uh, but Statistically. You get the Negavolt. Cultists, oh, yeah. which are basically what electro priests for chaos. Yeah, now? they're dark mechanicists. Like that's so, awesome. Yeah, so sort good. of testing the water for some new model lines. It's almost like they had like a bunch of test models lying around or test designs. Yeah, the Iron Man. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, the, the Man of Iron. Man of, Man right. of Iron. Yeah. I like <laughs> not that. to be confused with the MCU property because <laughs> we don't want to be sued. Thank you. But no, I like that this character, this 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 man of iron, like this AI, this, this like forbidden technology, has just pretended to be like a dumbass <laughs> robot for like eight thousand years. Boop, beep. I like that they all have backstories as to why they're there, and yeah. that they all show up on different ships, for the most part. Yeah, um, that's the, cool. The rattling snipers guy brothers are like are there just to literally loot the place. Uh, Janik is there because of his writ from the emperor who you know obviously or Malkador whoever the fuck's still alive and in charge over there uh, sent him to I mean to spoilers but Malkador is very dead nope haven't got that far in the book series yet so still alive spoilers the emperor <laughs> is alive on is the golden throne very well, dead well I mean he's kind of dead kind of just like my sex life oh oh, yeah, oh take where's that, that trumpet I'll take that one before you guys get uh, dude it's too late yeah unlike his sex life oh <laughs> oh, it's too late. Yeah, you blew it. Oh, I blew yeah. it. Just like my sex life. All right, so there it is. There it is. <laughs> so we were talking about the fortress, and then Danny got all excited for the war in heaven, and John and I said, what's the war in heaven, Danny? You yeah. should tell us all about it this next podcast. Yeah. So Dave and I did very little research. Zero research, actually. And then Danny came back and was like, hey, guys, let's talk about the war in heaven. Because this is like a really major part of 40K and kind of how the universe is built. Like, to be honest, it's probably the most significant historical event in the entirety of 40K. It explains. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, you were serious? Yeah, dude. Weird timing. All right. Weird Um, flex, but okay. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah... So about 60 million years ago, so literally like when there were dinosaurs on Earth, right? Well, well, before dinosaurs. No, 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 it's not before dinosaurs. It's actually after dinosaurs. So there were mammals. 
allegedly. Sure, sure. We'll go let shut up. <laughs> okay, so, you know so what? Is, you know what? Is the war I'm of not... heaven B E or A D? Before the emperor, before or after the emperor, or after? Isn't the emperor timeless? Pretty much before the emperor. Oh, okay, because okay. there were no humans. Oh, yeah. You said there were mammals. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that. He, I mean, humans are mammals, but well, there you go. Eldar might be mammals. We don't know. No, no, they're not. Anyway, <laughs> so sixty. So uh, the Necrons, right? Were uh, a super technologically advanced race. Um, they were like you know super scientists, right? But they all they're kept, United League they of were, Atheists. But they all like, in, they all kept <laughs> dying from cancer, right? Right, because their sons sucked, and so their lives were short, and they couldn't like they couldn't accomplish too much. So they came in contact with the old ones, and they were like, "Hey guys, like, can you help us help a bro out here? Like, we're dying from this horrible cancer. Like, from the, our son, like, just well, is killing us." And it'll wipe out our species. And they're like, could you invent a spaceship? And they're like, fuck you. This is my home. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, can, can you, I mean, can you say, can you save our race? And they were like, nah, we're good. <laughs> that sounds so about right. Naturally, this pissed the Necrons off super hard. So they devoted their, the entirety of their being to like war. And so they created all this esoteric technology and they went to battle with the old ones. I think it started out pretty good because they were probably able to launch some surprise attacks, the treacherous fiends that they are, and they were able to like, you know, do some good damage. But then the old ones were like, Okay guys, like we've got psychic powers, we've got the webway, we're we're gonna kick your ass. So I imagine it kind of like that episode of Rick and Morty where the old ones are like, <laughs> Show me what you got Yeah, exactly. And then the Necrontier <laughs> kind of just like launch all of the attacks and he's just like, Boo, no cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that that seems accurate. Yeah, because yeah. they're like, yeah, we're making advances, and he's just like, ow. So the old ones with their psychic might, uh, like, and their ability to like gene craft like new races. So they invent, they create the orcs to fight the Necrons. They create the Eldar to fight the Necrons. In addition, and other races, who knows how many races like, the Necrons actually wiped out before that? <laughs> I think it's great that that. <laughs> You put all of your time and energy and effort hating a race. Like the Necrontier hated the old ones. And they're like, fuck you. We're going to fucking murder you. And the old ones couldn't even be bothered to fight them themselves. They're like, okay, here's some orcs. Go fight them. So, And then they went back to their conversation. I, I look at it more like they crafted the stuff to fight the Necrontier because the Necrontier kept getting stronger and stronger. And they were like, oh, shit. Well, we're going to have to deal with this. So we'll make this to go fight them. And or, or maybe it's like, you know, when I throw a ball for my dog. My dog runs away for a bit, chasing the ball, but then he comes back. And you're like, "Fuck!" She didn't bring the ball back. Sure. Yeah. Right. There all you right. go. I mean, it's an all powerful. It's an all powerful race of gods. Eh, they're not and all one powerful. One pa- planet of cancer patients. It's, it, it's, well, the cancer it's, patients just have this will to live that the <laughs> that the supreme gods just don't. They just they don't understand what it's like to be mortal. So if if these, yeah, fair. It, fair. But where are the old ones now? I mean, if they if they're still around, we'll get still to existing. that. Oh, okay. oh, snap. spoilers! All right, spoilers. Tell me, Danny, where are the old ones? We'll we'll get to that. We still have a long way to go here, Dave. Yeah. On this tale of. Oh, okay. Intrigued. Anyway, so the old ones are just whooping uh, the Necrontier's ass, like not necessarily just like I think the Eldar and Orcs end up they end up creating those later on, um, 
when the Necrons, because the Necrons here get pushed back basically to like some, uh, you know, some small settlements and stuff like that, wherein they discover the Satan basically feeding on stars. And so now the Satan, he was also one of the old ones, right? No. No, no, it was nope. a group of gods. It was like uh, oh, oh, they're oh. like supreme celestial beings. They have they were pure energy originally until the Necrons were able to cre- they like the Satan were able information to information society in my head. No, it's okay. You're all good, man. Just, no, yeah. I mean I now have a song. I have pure energy song stuck in my head now. Okay, because oh, I was going to say in references you'd understand. Right. The Necrontire are like the Axis, whereas <laughs> the old ones are like the Allied forces. Are you sure it's not the other way around? I mean, no. <laughs> In all seriousness, no. No, hold on. Uh, let me let me rephrase this. So the Necrons are like the Spartans, Dave. Since and well, that, that's a terrible analogy. Just the because old they, ones, the Necrons would have won against the old ones. The Necrons. Well, okay. So moving on. Yeah. So they end enough up, analogies for the old. They man. end up giving the Satan physical bodies. And the Satan end up talking the Necrons into being like, guys, this 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 uh this artificial body thing is pretty badass. We can we can make you deathless, and then you'll finally you'll finally be able to escape from this curse. And they're like, well, no no cancer in metal bodies. It's a trap. <laughs> That's exactly right, John. <laughs> um, thank you, Akbar. Uh, so uh, so they end up creating like these factory worlds to process all the Necrons here, uh, like into these new, uh, immortal, sh- these immortal shells, right? Moderately immortal. They can still die. I, I imagine the, the not, factories. Not, not by age, but definitely by. Sh- I sure. imagine these factories to be like kind of like a 1930s Mickey Mouse cartoon where everything's bouncing on its way on the production line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's I, like yeah, I imagine it's so like that. Or the slaughterhouse. <laughs> and like the the uh, Satan basically feed on the Necrons dying. They're able to feed on the energy. So they become like bloated with all this energy. And they've built into these factories the ability to control the Necrons like like mind, body, soul, more or less. So the Necrons become the slaves of, of the Satan. But now with these new bodies and like they're extremely durable, like they start beating the shit out of the old ones. And so the old ones like manufacture the orcs without a fear of death because of the Nightbringer. Yep. Um, because everything else that the everything else the old ones make is like afraid of the Nightbringer because of the amount the you know, the millions and millions and billions and billions of people that he's that he's killed. That's why like the rumor is that's why everybody has like a, a Grim Reaper type figure in their mythology. Yeah, it's because of the, the Nightbringer. Nightbringer. Hmm. Yeah. All right. And so uh so that fa- the orcs fail though because they're just not powerful enough. Um, the Eldar fail because I was gonna say I think the Eldar were first, right? Uh, I, I think because they were afraid that they, they maybe were like yeah we're dude oh what's this Grim Reaper dude we're out sorry and they went fine well no so orc no because the Eldar okay so what ends up what ends up happening is uh, uh, and this is this is kind of a the recant of the fluff based on the new Necron book um, wherein I love it when that happens well it, so they kind of clarify some things Death right Native Americans. <laughs> So I'm altering the deal. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for that. Yes. Well done. So the Necrons get sick of this shit from the Satan. They're like, yeah, we're not going to be your fucking slaves anymore after they've been winning this war. So they design technology and they shatter the Satan 
uh, like their their physical shells into like thousands of shards, and then they control these shards. Oh, so they basically turn their ship around and hit hyperspace right through the satan. Sure, got it. Okay, but like the effort of doing this cripples their race. Obviously. So like now the Eldar are resurgent, and the Eldar are going to take them down. So instead of like being slaughtered by the Eldar, the Necrons decide to put themselves into stasis. And wait until the Eldar have diminished, and then they can rise and take take control of the galaxy again. And you know, being robots, basically now, sure, they, they can do that for a long period of time. Yeah, totally. So, so how did the uh, Tyranids factor in? Because I was under the impression that the old ones also created the Tyranids. Maybe I mean nobody would know that the Tyranids seem like they come from outside the galaxy. Yeah, from from what I read in the Tyranid book, the Tyranid because uh, there's a part in a Horus Heresy book where like. I think some like uh, there's a psychic flare comes off of a planet, a planet, and that's what first attracts the Tyranids to the to our galaxy. Oh, cool! Um, there, yeah, there's one of the experts yeah, in a Horus Heresy. Oh, I can't remember which one it is, but it's like the first flare, and there's like an epilogue to the book, which is like this growing consciousness kind of changing course and starting to move towards like the galaxy. Oh, cool! And it just takes them like a long ass time to get there. Yeah, well, because Tyranids don't travel through the warp, really. I mean, I think they just travel yeah. through. Weird that's propulsion. Just, that's actually just the best. They just travel through. That's yeah. the best way to put it. They just really slowly float through space and yeah. chomp on down on things there. But I, I did hear kind of maybe on the older fluff that Tyranids were part of like the old ones kind of like, well, fuck it. Fail we'll safe, just, right? Fail safe. Like, fuck it. We'll just start again. You know, like go eat everything. Sure. But and also, the hive mind could be an old one, right? Yeah. But I do kind of also like the idea that they're just this mysterious force from far away. Sure. Just fucking things up. Oh, yeah. And speaking of the old ones, uh, I guess that like the Necrons end up wiping them out after they in turn are have. Well, like supposedly, right? After they w- have suffered from an enslaver plague. Oh, dude. Enslavers are rad. Yeah. Enslavers mm. fucked up. Would f- and the enslavers are like the perfect thing to fuck up the old ones, right? Because they feed on all that psychic energy. Mm-hmm. And then like and if, if they manage to get a hold of one, that would be the death of the entire race. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So what else? Tell me more about this. the rest of this war. I mean, that's, in a nutshell, Dave, that's the entire war. Hmm. Like, yeah. they don't have recorded battles or, uh, like, because, I mean, this happened, like, 60 million years ago. Yeah, but I think what's really nice about it I mean, is it explains... Yeah, it written, like, 20 years ago, so... Well, fair. What I like about it is it explains a lot of the Xeno stuff. Because, I mean, we all know what happens with the Imperium and how man gets to this point, right? Sure. But like uh, the orcs, like how does a mushroom creature get get to be right here? Like how do how is it not just elves in space, right? So well, so think so. This is one thing that I found interesting in doing research, right? So a lot of a lot of people make the claim that the Eldar aren't able to actually advance their technology at all, and they're stuck at the level that the old ones taught them to do, and they mm-hmm. aren't able to go back or forward. So like they can't make fire. Oh, really? so but like because there's no other I mean there's no evidence of that right? right 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 but they have all this technology like they can grow wraith stone and stuff like that they but can, they don't necessarily understand it right they can grow guns and bullets and things and, and they're kind of sing the bone structures into place right but yeah they just kind of like but they don't necessarily it doesn't seem like they maybe understand the technology they just kind of go with it yeah but maybe maybe they do and we just don't have that good Eldar maybe perspective it's sort of like hmm. the orcs how the orcs just genetically know exactly how things work and how to do things Eldar just genetically know uh, how, how to do things 
right? Uh, well, and the orcs are all screwed up because they're not actually the way that the old ones designed them. No, no. I really actually like how, the, how orc society was intended to be because the way it got fucked up is the most orky thing that I think <laughs> I've heard. All right. So, tell me... Tell me how it was originally designed and how it is fucked up. Because to me, orcs have always been... That's just the way they always were. Oh, so. okay, cool. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 It's good. This is a good one. Go ahead. No, no, no. You, no, you no, no, you go. You go. I, I have oh, a boys, don't, yeah. don't fight over who gets to tell me the... So, actually, in so in the orc pecking order, right? Right now, it's largest to smallest. Okay. I mean, in fact, the way that the old ones designed them was smallest to largest, like, as far as, like, who's in charge. So, originally, the snotlings, like, were designed to be in charge... With, like, Gretchen being, like, the clever, uh, like, engineers and stuff like that. And the, the Snotlings were supremely psychic. Huh. Right. And, like, the big dumb boys were sent out to do battles. And they were just, yep. like, meat, meat shields. Sh- yeah, shock troops. Yeah. And so, uh, remind me again how it got turned on its head. Because I... I believe there was something that the Snotlings ate that gave them <laughs> their brains. Okay, yeah. Right. And I believe the bigger boys just started bullying the snotlings out of their food and wouldn't let them eat their shit. Oh, and um, that caused them to get dumb And that again. caused them to get dumber and dumber. Ah. And eventually, because the boys were stupid and they didn't decide to start eating the smart stuff, they all dumbed down to a might is right kind of race. Sure, that makes sense. And I, like I said, that's great because now snotlings are ammo. <laughs> right yeah yeah and that's all they do now yeah that's all they do i mean they used to be like a little base of guys that you could take right like a little swarm i wish they were a swarm second edition sure sure i'm on my orky nerglings so (laughs) um so gork and mork then is since we're you know talking about the old ones sure the orcs were created right Mm -hmm. so do they view the old ones as uh gork and mork then maybe um, or those could just be psychic manifestations of like their beliefs in the warp. Mm-hmm. So kind of like the chaos gods. Yeah. So well, all orcs are inherently psychic, right? Because well, yeah, they have to be because they if, do that. They they do that. Well, this works, and then it does. Right. So, so if enough of them believe something, it's true. So enough of them so believe they, in a god, it's a god. So they they spawned uh, Gork and more. They and and who knows, to... like, like Gork and Mork don't really take, like, a direct role in anything, right? They just, like, talk, quote-unquote, talk to people. Yeah. You know? So, like, Maybe they don't, like... Maybe it's just corn. <laughs> sure. Or it could just be their subconscious or their race or, like, a racial, yeah. you know, racial gestalt, trait. right? Like, like uh, intelligence. I or, mean, it could be a lot of different things. Or a carryover from the fantasy world where they existed at the same time. That, True. Where, where well, yeah, but now they're one god. Yeah. They're merged together now. Yeah. They're, they're a two-headed orc. Yeah. Well, merge. Right? Right. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It was better as a game system than a god. Yeah, Gorka Morka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, now, the Eldar gods, though, right? Yeah. That's something that we could talk about. Whole I don't pantheon. Know. Hold on. I wanted to touch back on the Tyranids. Okay, um, sure. So the Tyranids were first drawn when they uh, popped the Astronomicon on. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, so, so was that in... So uh, basically when they were like, hey, we Master can fly around the... I believe so. Yeah. So when they were like, hey, oh, thank God, now we can fly safely around, the Tyranids were like out there on the fringes doing what they were doing and were just like, ding. Huh. What's Did, that? It's like the dinner light. It's the open sign at the diner. That's cool. Well, somebody somebody better close, do the Waffle House Index and close the, uh, <laughs> the Imperium Galaxy down so that... No, they're trying. 
Sure would be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they sure are. Um, um, but like the Eldar gods, right? So the Eldar have gods. Are they oh, actually Oh, no, no. Gods? They, were, they were already... Um, uh, there were Tyranids were already on their way. It was Pharos was the book that happened. Oh, really? I haven't read that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Pharos is uh, what initially... That was kind of like a little... Was it that reflector planet that they found? Right, right. Okay. So it was like just like a little call there. And then the Astronomicon got turned on and it was like, oh, we really got to head this way. Right. They were like, hey, we should go. Some some of them were like, hey, we should go this way maybe. And then it was like, ding. And everybody went, let's go. Oh, that's cool. Yes, I'll have to should. read that book. Yeah. yeah. I think I own it. I just haven't read it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Entire shelves of things so, I don't have to so read. <laughs> Eldar gods, without looking at your phone in any way, shape, or form, can you name them all? Uh, Azerman, Aisha, Inid, Horanos. Uh, well, and 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 Inid is like new. Like that's not anyway. Kane. She was mentioned in the fluff in the nineties. Yeah, in a little. Well, yeah, like a little excerpt, yeah. which is so cool that like I'm sure for Gav, like he thinks that's the best thing ever, right? Like, like I hey, this little thing, <laughs> this little thing that I wrote became like an entire faction and turning point for the entire race, which is super cool. Um, anyway, so there's the so I got sorry, so I had Kane, I had Azerman, I had Aisha, I had uh, Coronis. There are uh, Vol. I mean, if I wanted to go back to like high elf gods, there's also Mathalan. Whoa, but whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't know if he's in 40k or not. He's not. Yeah, but those five are definitely in 40k. Yes. Those are the five that I mentioned. And you're right. It was a new guy. And it was technically only created after Slanesh's birth. Right. Sure. As, I think, it's Slanesh. As a... Maybe. That's just me. Maybe. Or maybe a dark side to Slanesh. Like a, like a flip of the coin, right? Yes. So, the... Uh, so, back to our original War in Heaven. So, are they... Necron tier go down to... Uh, they, they become the Necrons. They go to sleep. Yep. And the world and the galaxy continues. Yep. Basically, the Eldar have dominion. And then they fuck everything up because because they, they fucked, fucked each other up. Yeah, they they literally yeah. they really fucked a new god into existence, and then like destroyed well, half the galaxy with warp storms. So given the way that the uh, the warp works, I mean, he was probably already in, in existence. It just there's no time travels back and yeah, forth. Maybe you know, yeah. it is what it is. I'm sure lust was a thing. Just it was not know. quite on an Eldar scale. And ju- also during the war in heaven is when they notice chaos gods become come into existence. Like Corn and Nurgle, and uh, and they and the and old Zeech. ones, the old ones weaponized, like Corn uh, and Nurgle stuff as well. Like they're like, oh well, let's try disease. Oops, all right, that doesn't work. Let's try unbridled <laughs> fero- ferocity. Okay, huh, how about magic? It's crap. <laughs> we need to create something that, that didn't work. Out. What about dicks? <laughs> no, oh, no, that was later. That Dick, comes yeah. later. Dicks was later. Dicks and crab claws. Yeah, so yeah, War in Heaven kind of created chaos as well by kind of like fueling these emotions, right? Which exactly. fueled these gods. Yep. So yeah, it's kind of like, man, fuck the Necrons. Yeah. <laughs> no, see, it makes me like them and appreciate their situation so much more because they accidentally fucked the whole galaxy. Because yeah, why well, wouldn't? Why were the old ones how, being such dicks? So, so how boring would the galaxy be at forty k if it wasn't for the Necrons creating all those other shit? You just have Space Marines. Why and, would you and, have space marines? Well, because obviously the Imperium of Man would continue by itself, unhindered by the old gods. Okay, eventually you just in Warhammer 40k you just have space marines, and you'd have Tyranids. I don't think that I don't think you'd have space marines. Yeah, 
Why yeah, not? I think the Eldar would just call him. Well, the Eldar didn't exist. I'm just saying. If, oh, that, like if, if you go if back and you else. take the, all this stuff out, then there is no Eldar and there is no orcs. Then you just have there 30k no at that point. Necrons, because the Necron tier died from Which cancer. Which you don't even have, because, yeah. Yeah. So if there was no war in heaven, so if they never yeah. found the old ones. Basically, the war in heaven is where we get all of the cool races that yeah, we want to play. The old ones might still exist. They're just probably napping. Aren't the old ones essentially giant frogs? No, that's the Slon. Oh, so Slon are in 40k as an old one race, though, right? Yes. So yeah, like the like the old ones. I mean, they're not according right. to current sure, <laughs> current right. lore, but but they used to be. Yeah, they used to be them and Zotes. Yeah, I'm get me some 40k mm. frogs. So like Zotes, I was reading this thing about them. They're so cool. <laughs> Those were the, they used to be. They were, they were the centaur looking guys. Yeah, right? they were yeah. lizard centaurs. Yeah, with elephant feet. Yeah. Mm. Yes, please. And so, <laughs> I mean, they they look like basically a two out of ten would shoot with dire avengers. <laughs> <laughs> well, they used to be harbingers for Tyranids. So they would go to a planet and right. talk them into like joining, like that's like being infected by Tyranids or like oh, joining with the Tyranids. You know what we need to Oops. do is we need to do just do an episode of retconned fluff. Because <laughs> <laughs> how ridiculous is that, right? Oh man, oh. yeah. Because well, you had squats and you had uh, squats don't exist anymore. Man. I'm sorry, they still exist. Uh, beast men, Imperial Guard people still have those. No, yeah. you don't, but you do. You don't have actual beastmen. There used to be actual beastmen yeah, in the Imperial Guard. Not in the Imperial Guard, but you still no. beastmen. Right. There used to be beastmen in the Imperium, and they were part of the Imperial Suffer Guard. Suffer not the Xenos yeah. to live. Man. I mean, dude, literally... Except, except the ones that can benefit us, like yes. Rattlings and uh, Ogrens and... They were in They were in 5th and 6th... 5th edition, I think. They had, be, they had rules for a beastmen guard. Because yeah. you could build your own guard regiment, and they had... Uh, like uh, like aberrant type guard units that you could build, right? So they had dudes with no eyes. They had. Uh, it seems <laughs> like a super effective guard unit. Oh no, they were good. I'm telling you. Oh really? I was gonna yeah. say the elite sonar. mortar unit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sonar. Fucking uh, regiment of Matt Murdock's going on over there. Yeah, dude. Nobody wants badass. to fight Daredevil. <laughs> they or, know no fear. Or. <laughs> <laughs> because they're Mr. Magoo and through the battlefield. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. I got that reference because uh, I'm old. Yeah. So yeah. there it is. All right. So the, has that been the war in heaven? And yeah, our, that's kind of. Yeah, yeah. So that pretty much covers it. And like I said, it's just it's a really good way. And like just talking about it makes me think that this is what solidified um, the Xenos background. There's this picture. Uh, in both the Eldar and Necron books, that when they're when they talk about this, where it's this like these three warlocks and maybe a farseer, like with spears, and they're totally surrounded by the Necrons, and the Necrons look like they're trying to like have like a peace talk with them at mm-hmm. that point in time. And I I love that picture because it's like oh no, yeah Necrons can actually talk to people and like they don't just want to destroy everything that's alive. They, they don't just sound like a dial-up modem. anymore. Well, no, that's a tech priest. Right. Yeah. They want to fuck a toaster. Fear consumed my every waking moment. It wasn't rational, but there it was, ruining my life. Then one day I came across a book called How to Be a Cheating Asshole. From the very first chapter, it helped me to confront my fear head on. In a world filled with easy answers and cheap solutions, How to Be a Cheating Asshole showed me that the way out of my despair was to use loaded dice and not declare what I'm rolling. Its message was so strong and so real 
that it put me on the road to a happier, more fulfilling life. And it made my fear a part of my past. Stop by your local retailer now for a copy of How to Be a Cheating Asshole. And we're back. Man, like I said, I didn't realize quite how much that cool ass kind of why Xenos are here. Right? It really yeah. does. Yeah. I mean, it, you get rid like, I was serious. You get rid of that and you basically have nothing. Yeah. Boring. Imperiums around because a bunch of shamans killed themselves. Tau might exist, actually. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know what the actual lore on Tau is. I mean, nobody who's any who's so good plays Tau. They so. evolved super fast over the course of 10,000 years. Yeah. By themselves on a yeah. little backwater system. Yep, that got uh, segregated by a warp storm. Neat. Like the Imperium went to visit it, and it was a bunch of dudes with sticks yelling at each other. And Came like, back 10,000 years later, fucking Navars and Riptides everywhere. Well, they were like, <laughs> we should mark this world to cleanse, like because these guys... <laughs> Put this on my to-do list. <laughs> yeah, so we'll come back with some ships and cleanse this. And then, like, the heresy happened. And the ruin storm happened, right? The right. Mean, like that separated the yeah. Ultramar sector, and that's why that's how it got segregated, and they never got to it. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's exciting. It's good. All right. Well, yeah. I'm going to go pee. You guys talk about whatever you want. Oh, oh. Well, okay. I mean, I think we're we're pretty much done here. Like I said, getting ready to fly to California on my half year. That's uh, awesome. I know. I'm excited. I'm going to watch four exciting nights of professional wrestling. Dude, hey, make sure you take some good pictures. I'm, I want to see yeah. some stuff. I'm going to no, be on you know TV. What? Take some shitty pictures, actually. Why would why, <laughs> why would you encourage someone to take shitty pictures? John like has, ever, John has never taken a good picture in his life. So. It's not true. I have several good pictures of your mom. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> oh, but yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll be back next time with something. I know Danny and I are going to delve uh, further into Blackstone Fortress and kind of have a look in that set. Yep. Um, but yeah, for, I mean, for, fuck yeah. For all rules, I've been John. <laughs> I've been Danny, and I've been Dave. Mm-hmm.